Hello everyone, welcome back to Daily Poke Packs. Today we have an episode of Johto Talk. We're going to be hanging out with... Rec Cards. Woo! Alright, so we're going to start this uh, sort of a podcast kind of thing off. We're going to be going through introductions generally and like who we are and a little bit more about us. Uh, if you'd like to start off. Yeah, so I am uh, the owner, I guess, of the Rec Cards channel on youtube and on tiktok i just started at the beginning of 2021 posting pokemon pack openings and also some sports breaks and just going through an old sports cards collection on there and then i do natural pack openings on uh tiktok where i just go out in nature and try and find nice places to open up pokemon packs that's fun yeah that's that's pretty much what i do um, daily Poke Packs. I've been doing this for about two years now. Uh, I used to do YouTube a little bit back in the day, uh, when <laughs> back in a cheaper day. Uh, but yeah, let's let's jump into this. Uh, we'll we'll start off with how how we originally got into the hobby. So if you'd like to to take that, yeah. So originally I play the video games mostly um i do remember opening up base set when it came out um and that's pretty much when i started originally um i was probably in elementary school at that point and yeah just collected through up through i think it was up to neo one of the neo sets because looking back at some of the artwork i definitely remember seeing that artwork um, collected up through there and then kind of stopped at the end of elementary school or middle school or so. I was really big into Yu-Gi-Oh back then, so I collected more of that and played that game rather than playing the Pokemon TCG game, but yeah, that's how I originally got into the hobby and then got out because it wasn't seen as like a cool thing to do. But yeah, how did you get into the hobby? So this is going to be kind of like a two-part answer. Originally I got into the hobby because, I mean... When Pokemon came around originally for me, uh, it was elementary school, fourth or fifth grade or something like that. And if you didn't have Pokemon cards, you weren't cool. So uh, I pretty much had to, you know, fit into those social norms, uh, get Pokemon cards, which wasn't the worst thing ever in the world. You know, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't really do any battling back in the day, like doing deck battles and stuff. Uh, I was mainly just collecting and having, like, cool cards. I was like, yeah, look, this is Charizard. It's cool. And then collected a bit of it and then ended up getting out. Uh, I can't remember at what point I stopped. I was always interested in the hobby. It's just I never really collected cards past that point until, uh, I want to say, when I was in tech school when I was in the Air Force. There was a base exchange, which is like a, the convenience store on base, and they had a lot of booster packs, and I'd go out and buy them every now and then, and that's when I originally started a YouTube channel, and I had it for, well, maybe like less than a year or something, where I was like, whenever whenever uh, my roommate would come in, I'd like rush to like, if I was filming, to like close everything down and hide everything, it was like, almost kind of a shame to be in the hobby because it wasn't really looked on the way it is these days where it can be potentially a profession or something like that so i mean i uh, originally jumped in for like my my childhood then i was out for a while and then i mean i played the video games all throughout but as far as tcg goes when it got back to when i was in tech school that's when i really got into it again and then, uh, God, I was collecting, like, EX Dragon Frontiers. Uh, what else was out there? Platinum was coming into. Uh, Platinum, I think, is Platinum Arceus a set on its own? I think it is. I, so. I, I, I collected that as well. And Supreme Victors is one of the sets that I really uh, collected a lot of. I'm pretty sure I completed the set as well, and I have a bunch of extra packs that I never opened because once I completed the set I was like yeah there's no need to, to open these up so that's fun but uh yeah then I got out for a while and then 
I just got in about two years ago when I was like, wonder what? I think it'll be fun to open up like Soul Silver, uh, open up Dragon Majesty, and like it, it was something to, to slowly dip my toes in and get back into. And then right around then, Hidden Fates was released, and then I just jumped in headfirst. Uh, XY Evolutions was out at that point, and that really helped me jump back into it because it was all that that nostalgic artwork of the base set jungle fossil like all of that it was just it was so nice to see it again and not have to pay five hundred dollars per pack <laughs> i mean at, at this point currently uh it's pretty insane but when i came back into the hobby everything was relatively inexpensive and it was really nice but now it's kind of insane it's a Definitely a tough time to come back into the hobby when everything's super expensive. Yeah, definitely. I pretty much recently got back into the hobby this past year at the end of 2020. I know we had been talking a bunch about Pokemon, and I believe we were at what we call our ghetto Walmart, <laughs> and there were some Evolutions Elite Trainer boxes on the shelves, and I was just like, oh, I'll grab these and see what's in them i think we had talked about the side and how it was based set artwork i was just like maybe this will get me back in first box i get two mega Ch mega charizard ex's the centering on them is utter trash <laughs> but just seeing the old artwork and getting those like great poles and i think i got an imani keys do duo or however you say it so secret rare out of that as well um, that definitely catapulted me back into the hobby and I've been kind of collecting and opening ever since that day and just being on the lookout, trying to find sets, trying to get into Hidden Fates, even though that's tough, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later on in this podcast. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's been, it's been fun, uh, getting back in, opening everything, getting all the... New interesting cards, opening some more evolutions and seeing all that old artwork and trying to collect that set. Um, yeah. So your your first real pack opening was pretty good outside of you know getting yeah. the, the terrible centering. Like the print wasn't the best yeah. for X Y evolutions. I've seen worse print for X Y <laughs> evolutions where they pretty much cut into the next card. So <laughs> I I honestly might take that over like what I got because then you get a complete like error pack almost or at least an error card out of that and yeah. like to a lot of people that's really cool so that would have been nice but yeah it was i kind of threw the card down when i saw it i was just like you gotta be kidding me but <laughs> it was really fun and xy evolutions is one of my favorite sets to open even though the prices now are insane with it being over a thousand dollars a booster box that is um, absolutely insane but luckily they've been in some of the galar partner tins and the galar partner boxes which i think this past week which was hidden fates week they had out there and they also are in the k19 canto mini tins as well okay so that's pretty nice and just like kind of a cheap way to be able to get them rather than going online and spending a thousand dollars on a booster box <laughs> yeah and then and then when you pull that charizard after spending a thousand dollars the print is like cut half sideways you're like oh great cool yeah. uh <laughs> this was not good <laughs> but, but yeah so that's pretty much like one of my more favorite sets to open i just recently opened hidden fates which you guys should see on my channel the week that shining fates launches okay um, so, and that, that might be my new favorite set. Um, luckily, I've been able to grab a couple ETBs. We'll talk about how I got them later, just mainly through trading. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait to open those because I got some nice stuff in that pack opening. And I had my pack openings both on TikTok and just on YouTube had been pretty poor the last <laughs> couple weeks. So it was nice to change that luck, and hopefully Shining Fates will add to that luck a bit more. Yeah, but uh, for sure. What's your favorite set to open? So I, I could say I have some favorite modern sets, but I want to make this, <laughs> as, as most everything I say, I want to make it into a multiple-part answer. Uh, so going back to the EX time frame, 
Uh, one of my favorite sets back then to open was EX Team Rocket. I think it's EX Team Rocket Returns. Uh, I loved that set. It was so much fun to open. And I'm pretty sure I got a booster box back in the day for like $120, $130, which is probably insane to think about now. But I opened that up. That was a ton of fun. Uh, Harkold Soul Silver, the the American one, I loved, loved the artwork in that set. And I think that made it super fun to, to open that one. So, I mean, those are two favorites right there. Uh, going up more currently... <coughs> Uh, mm. I'm like looking at my emptied booster boxes right now. XY Evolutions for sure is up there. Uh, Hidden Fates because all the shinies that you can get in that. And you know what? Let's let's leave it at that. We'll just uh, say I have a top four. Uh, but XY Evolutions, I think, out of all of those, is the easiest to obtain at this point. Uh, Hidden Fates is, if you find it, buy a lottery ticket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but for favorite sets, I'd say overall, um, including past and like present, I would say my favorite set to open is the Soul Silver, like the Soul Silver series, like Soul Silver, the the Harkold Soul Silver Triumphant, uh, the Undaunted, uh, all all of them loved all the artwork in it um but let's go from favorite sets to open to favorite pokemon if you'd like to take that so yeah i guess i'll i'll take years and do it in a multi-part <laughs> i have a top three that they're pretty much 1a 1b 1c essentially i'll start off with the fan favorite and that's my legendary pick and that's lugia um, that's a good choice back in the day i played a ton of silver and crystal and yeah lugia was the best and i just love how he looks love the movie and everything or i guess love how she looks because it's technically supposed to be a female but i guess they made they gave him a male voice in the movie yeah i'd watch yeah. something recently on that um so i guess how she looks or i don't even think it has a gender and no, they, they took the... It's the genderless. Se- yeah, they took yeah. The, the sex out later. Yeah, so how it looks, I guess. Um, but yeah, just love that card. Was able to get a Japanese Neo Genesis uh, PSA 9 recently. Oof, that's a was, score. Yeah, very, very nice. Essentially, if I got that as a first edition, how much I paid for, I would probably be able to get like a 6. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take the 9. Um, my second or 1B is Lapras. Just Lapras is another good pick. Yeah, another probably pretty strong fan favorite. I mean, it's the sprite that they used early on when you were surfing. It was so yeah. OP back in the early games, and you, you essentially could only get one of them, and I just loved it. Lo- loved Ash's Lapras, and his relationship with it was just like, I, I don't know inspiring i don't know when i was younger so yeah just right. love that pokemon and then my out of left field pick is a mid-tier evolution and that would be bayleaf um yeah that's definitely an an odd one for for favorites but i mean i guess you you can't really like just decide on favorites it just kind of happens yeah but... pretty much and um yeah playing silver and crystal I would eat, uh, occasionally I choose Cyndaquil so then I can get a Typhlosion with Thunder Punch and <laughs> just be able to destroy that game that way. But I would usually choose Chikorita, and you just spend so much time with that mid tier uh, evolution of your starter that I don't know. I just always loved Bayleaf, loved how it looked, and yeah, in the anime as well. Just loved it. So your listeners or your watchers probably know your favorites pretty easily yeah if they've seen just about any of my my backgrounds for my videos you've probably seen one of them if not four <laughs> uh my favorite pokemon is houndoom uh the whole the whole evolutionary lineup so the houndor the houndoom love them just my favorite uh and if i go to pick like a, a top three i'll go with legendary uh favorite legendary would be Ra- yeah 
Raikou. Definitely Raikou for sure. Uh, it's kind of like a common theme. They're all Johto Pokemon, and Johto's really my favorite uh, favorite region because, you know, two regions uh, in one game, uh, no big deal. Uh, Pokemon, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my favorite Pokemon, Houndoom. Love it. It's cool. It's dark type. It's fire type. It looks awesome. It's a very powerful Pokemon. Usually the bad guys have it, which, I mean, it's it's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, there's got to be a reason why they're using it. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. No. Love, love, love Houndoom. And I have a ton of random Houndoom cards and Houndour cards and love it. But uh, going over to uh, other interests that we have. So, like, for example, anime, video games, uh, other trading card series or... Uh, brands and stuff. What, 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 uh, you watch any anime or anything? Uh, not really too much anime. Pretty much the only thing I watch is Pokemon for, in terms of anime. Um, it's not really much out on that part. Video games is Pokemon Go. Uh, pick up, I recently picked a Pokemon Shield and decided to do a Nuzlocke on my first <laughs> run through of it. So it's been interesting. I just lost my first Pokemon, which was a Pikachu. Rest in peace. And yeah, if you guys don't know what a Nuzlocke is, essentially you get one Pokemon per route, and it's your first encounter. That's the only Pokemon you can catch. And if a Pokemon faints in battle, it essentially dies, and you have to release it right after. So you got to be very careful. And also, you have to name all of your Pokemon, so... You're supposed to get more attached to them. Uh, I feel like the only Pokemon I'm super attached to is my starter, uh, which is <laughs> called Harambe, and he's a he's a thwacky right now, so he's got to get to that Rillaboom. And as long as I don't face the Cincinnati Zoo, I think I'll be okay, <laughs> and he should live. But we'll see how that goes. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm playing in video games. Otherwise. Uh, I like to play sports video games, but I only have an Xbox 360, which is perfectly fine with me because I can just play a ton of college football on there, um, which apparently they're coming out with a new one, but it's EA, so they're probably going to screw it up somehow. Um, <laughs> then in terms of cards, so I used to collect Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot. Uh, haven't gotten back into it because I just don't play the game anymore, and I don't really know if they're that collectible. Um but I do open and collect sports cards, if you've ever seen my channel. Um, I've been going through my dad's old sports cards collection every Monday on the channel, and then I do breaks of new stuff. Mostly it's been NBA hoops, uh, Panini football, and then Topps baseball so far. And hopefully I'll find some hockey pretty soon. I remember that was essentially the only sports cards that were out for a while that you could actually find in stores it's been more ridiculous than pokemon believe it or not um but yeah hopefully i'll be able to get some recent hockey sets in pretty soon but yeah what about you uh i mean first off it seems like you're into a ton of different like cards and stuff like uh so like all the, all the sports stuff there's just a ton of different kind of things yeah but for me uh, let's see anime uh i have a few animes that i really like um love my roni kenshin uh samurai x whole series that they had uh got into samurai shampoo for a little bit um pokemon all the way through uh there i think i watched all the way to the johto adventures and then stopped for a little bit and then I watched like an episode here and there. I was like, oh, that kind of looks dumb. And then recently picked up picked it back up when it became available on Netflix to watch the Sun and Moon series in Alola. So I watched all the way through that. And then now I'm on Journeys, which is the, the newest current one. And I'm having a great time with that. Ash is actually finally winning. And he has For a Dragonite. Rise. Somehow he just comes out with a Dragonite. Yeah. All the time he's like, go Pikachu, you can win. And then he's like, nah, I got a Dragonite now. Like, let's let's actually play the game. <laughs> but uh, as far as anime goes, love Pokemon. Uh, back in the day, I watched like a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! I thought it was cool. And that was, that was about it. Uh, it was kind of like a fad. It just ended really quickly. 
um, other anime. Uh, I I really like Sword Art Online. That's that was fantastic. It was one of the best well done anime like plot and like everything was just fantastic. Uh, there's a few other big ones that I just can't think of right now, but that's that's pretty much it. Uh, video games, it's been pretty much Pokemon the entire way through. Uh, I didn't like Black and White or Black and White 2. I didn't really like that. Um, and I didn't play the Sun and Moon games, which I thought was kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at some point I'm probably gonna go back and play it, but yeah, I just Pop-Leo yeah, just, just I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel like Sun and Moon is the the one where I was like really making fun of Pokemon. At mm-hmm. that point, I was just like, what what the heck are these things? Yeah, no, I I just wasn't wasn't into the Sun and Moon video game. Um, other video games. When I was young, I played a lot of Time Splitters, or at least Time Splitters Two. That was. I played that game to 100% completion. Every bit of that game I completed, and it was... I spent way too much time in that. (laughs) Uh, But going into other games, I played Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That's when I really got into, like, first-person shooters for a bit. And I went through and played the entire Modern Warfare series. Uh, I played Black Ops. I was like, oh, this is fun. And then Black Ops 2 came out. I was like, oh, I can't wait to play this. This is going to be awesome. I hope it's like the first one. And then it wasn't. And I got disappointed and didn't play Black Ops 2. And then I think Infinity War came out and all the the future future Call of Duties. I was like, nah, fuck this. I don't want that. It's kind of dumb. So I got out of that and started playing Battlefield. Came into Battlefield 3 and 4. And those were like five bucks at GameStop used. And I was like, all right, let's try this out. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> there's 64 people in here. This is sweet. <laughs> you get a, a, a real size map where you can actually run around and not even see a person like around the, the outside of the map. It's really, really cool. Uh, but I really liked Battlefield, played that for a while until I think they were coming out with Battlefield 1 at that point. And everyone jumped on that hype train, and I was not impressed by it. So I didn't jump into that. Like, I stopped playing Battlefield after that. And then I jumped into the Far Cry series, Far Cry 3 and 4. Same game, different skin. Uh, but loved it. Loved Those games were so much fun. And then I played Ark. And that's where I kind of stopped playing other console video games. Uh, I just got sucked into arc i got into every bit of that game like into the the taming the highest level dinos and then going in and like trying to breed out the best traits and like it it was just i got super into it and i spent a stupid amount of hours on that game it was it was almost insane uh but ever since pokemon go was released uh the first night i said i wasn't gonna play the game i thought it was stupid I didn't want to play a phone game. It was like, nah, I'll, 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 maybe I'll just check it out. I downloaded it, played it, and six hours later, I was wandering around a golf course at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> trying to find a Kabutops. <laughs> and I've been playing ever since. Currently, I'm a level 47, a uh, couple weeks away from hitting 48. And I've just been very happy playing that game. Outside of uh, spoofers, they kind of make it suck. Their their anti-cheat is non-existent. But uh, video games, that's pretty much it. Currently, it's just Pokemon Go at this point. Um, and then cards... I mean, I opened, like, one Yu-Gi-Oh! tin back in the day. Didn't really collect them, just kind of gave them away to someone else. I wasn't really interested in it. Uh, it's pretty much just been Pokemon cards. Uh, but yeah, that's I think that's a, enough of an introduction for both of us. Um, you kind of got a little bit of our background. And uh, I guess we can go into some future topics of what we want this podcast to be. So if you want to... Yeah, so the main thing will be to discuss news going on with the pokemon tcg 
guess we can also talk about Pokemon Go news if people are interested. Oh, hell yeah. We both play and <laughs> all that stuff and how it's kind of ridiculous. I think all the communities now are already really shinies. Yep. Which, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed about that's that. That's disappointing, but yeah. Well, we can talk about that <laughs> at a different point. Uh, we will also explore our interest in Pokemon, just talking about what cards we want to find, what sets we want to go back and like complete, or future sets that we want to buy. And for those future sets, we will go over set lists, talk about all the cards that we want from the set, how good we think the set's going to be, where they may have missed in some spots that we feel um, they've done, but... And also, we'll look at what we want to see from the Pokemon Company with, uh, for example, the 25th anniversary set. What's, <laughs> will it be a reprint of like Team Rocket, Neo? We'll see how it's going to be. I mean, XY Evolution for the 20th anniversary has been a huge hit. I mean, it was down for a while, but this is probably going to be a very crazy year for Pokemon. Oh, for sure. 100%. So... It'll be interesting to see what goes down. We'll also talk about collecting and recent trends we've seen. Uh, I know a couple weeks ago, I think it was Twice Baked Jake, put out a video talking about full art trainers, and then kind of just that shot up. I mean, it was already on the rise, but it really shot up after that. So we'll look at maybe what are good investments in the future, just in terms of cards and sets. Um, so yeah, we'll also maybe give some investing advice, even though we are not in like legit investors so it's just out there if you want to follow it you can follow it if you don't have the money to put into the pokemon universe then just don't do it make sure you get yourself in check first yeah yeah and this is this is all like fun the, money yeah yeah this is definitely money that uh we are using to enjoy uh we have a financially wise we're stable at this so we, we don't have to worry about like oh am i gonna have food or should i have a booster box yeah <laughs> it's definitely definitely yeah. keep yourself safe and healthy before you start uh dumping a ton of money into this hobby because it is very easy to dump a ton of money into this hobby i don't really want to think about how much money i've spent in this uh <laughs> uh it would hurt to think about it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that that'd be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, definitely. And just like we're, we're probably going to be wrong in some spots. So do collect what you want to collect. You can like listen to what we have to say about stuff. But in the end, collect what you're going to want to collect. If you have cards, grade what you want to get graded and that you want to also keep. It's not necessarily something that's going to make you a ton of money, but if it feels special to you, you should do that. Yeah, like uh, like my Houndooms, I have a ton of yep. like common PSA-graded cards. They're all Houndour, and like, I love them. I don't want to sell them or anything, uh, but it's it, it makes me happy, and I like that. Yep. So yeah, I guess that's pretty much what we want this podcast to be. Also, as our audience grows, if you guys have any questions for us about what's going on in the Pokemon universe, definitely submit those and we'll do our best and potentially have just like a viewer question segment at the end or middle, I don't, wherever we'll fit into the podcast, we'll definitely fit it in. Yeah, I think we're it'll be a lot of fun to have some engagement and kind of go back and forth with what people, like what other people outside of just us have to say. I think, I think it'd be pretty fun to have that back and forth. Um, but let's let's jump into or move on to the next portion of this and uh, let's do some current events. Uh, <laughs> how has your experience been during this recent Hidden Fates week? Uh, up and down, I guess, is how I'd describe <laughs> it. The highs and yeah. the lows. So went out on Thursday, checked a couple Walmarts, absolutely nothing. Uh, usually before I go out or usually the restocks are like Thursday, Friday or so. Um, but I'll go out the other day and also check the Pokemon TCG Reddit just to see if people out on the East coast have anything, uh, which they did on Thursday, but we didn't get anything on Thursday. So yeah, went out Friday, stopped at two, 
One of them I know had hidden fates for sure because I remember seeing the price. The other one I don't remember seeing the price there, but they may have had them. Um, but ever they left all the champions path, so I was oh, just like, yeah, yeah, uh, that. I, I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna grab a decent amount of this champion's path because I want to open it and hopefully get a Charizard and make sure I'll show that video at some point in the middle of Shining Fates so you guys got to check it out and see <laughs> what goes down. But, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it, there has definitely been a ton of Champion's Path. Well, not just Champion's Path, uh, everything. Everything that's much, not yeah. Hidden Fates. Uh, people have literally been going to the Walmarts and looking at targets and everything. And they're like, all right, here's the, the Hidden Fates. We know that's where the money's at. And then they kind of just leave and go on to the next thing. And so there's been a couple of Walmarts that I've gone to where I'm like, oh, after restocking day, obviously there's no hidden fates, but boom, there's like 20 boxes of Champion's Path. I'm like, well, this is, (laughs) this is odd. (laughs) Uh, Well, time to pick a couple of those up. Uh, But it's, it's nice for me because I get to have like a nice, pretty good stock, like a back stock, like at my, my, my room where I can keep them and kind of hold on to them for a little bit and open them slowly over time and as to where they may not be in stores at some point mm-hmm. i'll still be able to keep opening them which is fun because i mean champion's path has been a good set for me i really enjoyed it and i'm very very close to completing it so hopefully the boxes that i have will have the few remaining cards and then i'll be done i i am going to be very happy about that yeah <laughs> definitely it's been kind of a struggle with champion's path getting all the the hollows and not getting V or V Max or like full art trainers or anything and it's yeah. just getting so many Machamps and yeah the, the bulk the bulk that I have the is bulk is so insane. huge yeah it's like every pack I open if it doesn't have the ultra rare that I'm looking for then oh that whole pack is bulk cool <laughs> oh the next pack yeah that's all bulk third pack oh that's a V Max that I already had cool all bulk that whole box all bulk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, that was definitely one of the highs. Another one was, I think it was the third Walmart I went to. There were a couple people standing around the card section, so I was just like, okay, I guess people are just waiting. Maybe they know that the vendor's going to come soon. I'll just stand here and talk to them and stuff. And a decent amount of people were like, seemed like good people, seemed that they're in it for just the joy of the hobby, opening up stuff, trying to get their chase cards. Uh, there were a couple people that were kind of iffy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, definitely some that were scalpers, which we'll touch on them later. Uh, but yeah, yeah one hit, guy who hit, was just... Hidden Fates for sure brought out the whole spectrum of oh, types of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. But uh, yeah, there was one guy who I guess runs a bunch of bots and stuff for online sales, and he was, I don't know, he kind of... He gave was doing, off a creepy vibe. He was bragging a lot about how he would get like, oh, I bought 400 of this or like a yeah. shit ton of that. And, oh, and I got a ton of PS5s and, oh, I have all these GPUs and I can do this and that. I'm like, okay, uh, that's kind of unfair for all the other people that are actual people. But yeah. Sure, whatever. I guess that's cool, bro. <laughs> It was kind of awkward being around him. Yeah, but there are definitely some people where we exchange numbers and they definitely seem like they're good people and in it for the hobby. And so it was nice to actually meet those people around here because otherwise it, usually when I go in, I just check the card aisle, check the toy section and maybe like buy a couple of things that I need. And that's really it. You never really ever see anybody else while you're actually grabbing cards. I, I think that was one of the the positive things that came out of this Hidden Fates week, for me at least, was being able to meet some of these members of our community that we would have never been able to meet otherwise, which mm-hmm. was like, I honestly, I didn't even think there were a lot of other people out like buying Pokemon cards like this that were like super into the hobby. All I really see is like people, oh, that person's into Pokemon? Yeah, oh, no, I'm not into Pokemon. I'm into Pokemon Go. I don't do TCG stuff. That's for nerds or, like, it, it, <laughs> you, yeah. you, you get you get a lot of people that aren't really fitting this, this TCG-loving, like, 
code almost like it, it it was really nice to meet people that were super into the hobby as at least as much as we are which is really cool so uh they're they're really 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 nice people that we were able to meet yeah and one of the things i guess we'll now go into like the downsides i guess of <laughs> fate's week yeah. one of the things <laughs> is so we were waiting there i think i ended up waiting like three or four hours just there talking with people and stuff apparently the stalker came to the store or the vendor came to the store but they got word that there's like 10 people or whatever hanging out by the card aisle and they're like nope i'm not gonna stock which kind of sucks it kind of makes sense with all the crazy news that's been going on with vendors how i think it's mainly been on the east coast how they're being escorted by security from store to store and while they're stocking they have security around them that's which is insane. crazy. That's insane. But the more insane thing is that people are stalking them. They like will follow them out of the store, wait for them to leave, look at what their car is, look at what their license plate is, <laughs> and they will follow. <laughs> no, no, no. They will follow them to their house. Oh my god. Yeah. So they'll get their address and then they'll like go check to see if like the car's still there. Oh, are they out gonna go stock and stuff? And it's just like. That's what the ins- heck? That's crazy. But luckily, those people that are doing that are, not, are starting to get charges against them. So <sighs> they'll get fined or possibly go to jail, which will be a good thing. Because I think most of those people are scalpers because they yeah. have to go to that level. Yeah. I think people that are just enjoying the community, if you're doing that, stop. <laughs> yeah, Obviously, no, for sure. That, that's, that's just if, if crazy. You're, if you're doing some illegal shit to just get pokemon cards you that's that's not cool it gives kind of all of us a bad name it's it's not good for the community so be ethical yeah definitely (laughs) so yeah so um they didn't stock that day we were told by the walmart employees that they were gonna stock the next morning and that we would just have to be there when they opened up so i got there there was tons of people in line because the news had spread and everything and I was two people off from getting a Hidden Fate TTB. Ugh. Which also, the people in line were not people that were waiting there yesterday. And they were really shitty about distributing everything. So, a lot of people were really just... Or, there were a couple of people in line that I know are just there for sports. Because I've met them before. Or, like, we talked while we were waiting and stuff. But they were like, nope, I'm still going to grab Hidden Fates because I know that's going to sell. And then I can just trade that for other sports stuff. Or use Ugh. that money for sports stuff. And it's just like damn, you should actually, like, give it to the people that want to have it in their collection or be able to actually open it up. Uh, So that was kind of ridiculous. But also, so they had NBA Hoops Premium Stock, which is a really good set. Um, I've opened up a couple of them, and it gives pretty nice cards, and it's really sought after. They had essentially what is an ETB of that set, um... And pretty much it was, so there were 12 ETBs, I believe. The first 12 people got those ETBs. There were four of these mega boxes, I think it's what they're called. The first four people in line got those. How it really should have been is we have everybody in line, and it's like, okay, we have these two big things. Everybody just goes, grabs one thing that they want, and we roll through up to, I think there were like 14 people there or so. And we roll through all 14, so everybody at least gets something. And then you roll back through, and then first person line goes, they grab another thing that they want, and you keep on going through. And it would have gone really quickly, but these guys were just like, nope, we're going to make sure that we we were here first. We're just going to make sure we grab everything. Which, I mean, they were there first, but it's just, it's shitty. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not being good to your fellow man at that point. You're just kind of like, Hey, go fuck yourself. I'm going to grab as much as I can. Uh, I'm here for profit. I am. Yeah, like, it's like it's, we uh, all waited out there in line. We should all be able to grab stuff. Yeah. Which there are still, I was only able to grab, no one wanted Unified Minds, which was kind of insane because that's the last print run of that. They're, they're, they're there for the, the big the big hitters. Yeah, which shows me that they don't really care that much about pokemon unless they have complete unified mindset which, which is probably bullshit because that's or, a big set yeah one or two of those guys might have that everybody else or three of the people there but one of the guys um i had talked with the previous day and stuff 
and we just kind of split up the unified minds. There are also mini tins there, which most people didn't really touch, um, which was kind of insane, especially because they have Evo packs. And it was kind of insane that the scalpers didn't even want them because they go for like 20 bucks online, apparently. It's a quick flip. Yeah, so I don't know. It was just weird, and it taught me essentially why I have to be ruthless in getting Pokemon cards. Yeah, so uh, if you want to get them, I think there's there's a difference between like buying online and then the world of buying Pokemon cards in person for yes. MSRP. In person, you need that, to be... If you want to be successful in getting cards at MSRP, you need to be ruthless. Because yeah. it's it's a, another thing that we'll, we'll touch on a bit is because of scalpers, you need to be ruthless. Definitely. Uh, because they're going to pull out all stops to the, they're going <laughs> to they're going to have for example like one of the guys was mentioning he had people all throughout the city going to every Walmart at 7 a.m. before they open and then the second they open rush in and then wait for ETBs to drop and then buy everything and then go on to the next Walmart and the next Walmart and the next Walmart until they hit the entire city and have all of the ETBs that were stocked. Yeah. And the only way you can really fight back and be able to to get them and not have to pay an arm and a leg, uh, you have to try and get there first. Or it, if, if real people who enjoy the hobby buy them, that is better than having a scalper buy it mm-hmm. because they're just going to exploit people online. Because it's it's one thing to... to Put like to buy an ETB for like fifty bucks and sell it for like sixty. That's one thing, but when you sell it for like two hundred, two hundred and fifty dollars, like like while, right away, while currently it is still available in stores for MSRP, that is shitty, and that's that uh, that is a totally separate thing from like selling it for like sixty bucks compared to the MSRP. It's so you kind of have to be ruthless, and honestly, I think scalpers have made the hobby into a giant bubble, and someday it's going to pop, but it kind of sucks. It makes it makes our hobby suck to, to first be part of it and try and buy things, and then secondly, like, to enjoy it, it'd be nice to, you know, go back in the day and have $90 booster boxes, but that doesn't happen now because <laughs> steam siege a horrible set is now past two hundred dollars in the secondary market yeah pretty much the only way you can get them anywhere close to is if you 90 bucks is if is if you can get them on pre-order and that's even then i think we paid like 100 bucks for battle styles yeah each so yeah it's it, it's insane what i guess scalpers have done to the hobby and i mean obviously there's gonna be people like if there's less product, the, the value will go up. Yep. But when people, like, in a week make, uh, like, well, a really terrible XY or EX set or something, like, originally was 80-something dollars and then now is, like, 300, like, over a couple of weeks, that is that is definitely not just, like, accruing value over time. That is, I would say, scalpers. It's... Uh, uh, they they make it suck to buy, like Pokemon cards in person, uh, but yeah. So you pretty much have to be ruthless if you yeah. find Pokemon cards that you enjoy. Don't leave them on the shelves. I'd say get it because if you don't buy it, scalpers will, and then they're gonna sell it to you later for quadruple like the price that they bought it for because they are completely there to make money off of you, and it. It sucks. It, it really does. And so, yeah, when I got back into the hobby, um, I would pretty much, if I saw stuff and it was a restock or whatever, so it was a couple weeks ago, Champions Path ETBs got restocked, and I was there as the person was stocking, which was nice because I got to talk to her and stuff, and she seemed like a very nice person, which most of these vendors are very nice people. And so don't be dicks to them. Uh, <laughs> don't stalk them. <laughs> so yeah, I, I grabbed a couple ETBs for myself and for you as well. Yeah. And um, some other stuff that they had, some sports cards and stuff. And I was just like, okay, I'll leave the rest for everybody else. And 
going out this past week, it was like, okay, now I know who the everybody, who the majority of the everybody else is. It's not necessarily people who actually enjoy the hobby. It's people that are just trying to make money off of it. And that's literally the only thing. They're never going to touch a Pokemon card for like the rest of their life unless they just some someday maybe they'll feel the urge and then they'll switch back over. But for the most part, they're, they're, they're just there to flip it and make some money right away. Yeah. Um, and the, these people aren't just scalping Pokemon cards. These they're scalping are, everything. These are the people that are that have armies of bots to like hit their online war. They got people in person to go to all the stores and get them in person. And then like, but the, the online stuff, they got, they got GPUs like the, they're getting them like a ton of them for MSRP and then they're selling them for like triple the price. And yeah. and these are the people that are buying shoes and selling those on the secondary market for Which a crazy insane price. Probably more crazy than Pokemon. But, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, but and... these people are going in and buying ps5s for msrp and then flipping those for like triple the price like these people they, they yeah. really can ruin a hobby yeah and, and make it suck so like what we mean by ruthless is if you're the only one there grab as much as you want as much as you can afford to be able to grab and one of the nice things is being able to experience the community here i now know like three four people besides just us that I'm just like, okay, if I get like a really good set or hit a restock and there's no one else there and I can grab it all, I will. And then we'll split it up between us. And then if we have extras and stuff, I'll contact those people and I'll just be like, hey, I was able to pick these up. Do you guys want these? Because I know that they're going to actually rip them and they're going to enjoy them. So that's what we mean by ruthless. If there's other people there, make sure you split it up. Yeah, don't be sure. don't be the dick that's just gonna be like, nope, I'm here first. I'm just gonna take everything. You gotta be ruthless, not an asshole. Yeah, exactly. If you're the only one there, just grab it. Yeah. Grab however much you want to get. Make sure, like, either keep it for yourself because honestly, there's probably been times where I haven't seen Pokemon cards or decent ones that I want to get in like a month, and it's just like, man, I want to open something right now, but it's just like. There's nothing there versus if you grab all that stuff and it's like, okay, this will last me like a month or two and then I'll be able to go out and maybe get some stuff here and there. But just make sure you go out and you get what you want. Yeah. Another thing which uh, I think should be brought up is if you're out like doing Pokemon card shopping in person and you see a bunch of people or if you're waiting in line start up a conversation meet some people yeah. there's some wonderful people out there i mean there's a lot of shitty ones but you'll be able to find out who who are the nice people who are the shitty yeah. ones and just get connected with those nice people yeah it's it's good to to make a lot of friends in the community of like pokemon tcg because those people if you're having an extremely tough time finding things they could potentially help you out and then in the switch like you might be able to help them out if they're struggling to get something in person Definitely. or if you find an etb it, it it's good to give back to the community because the community should be able to help each other out but that that is that i think that's what we're really aiming for is mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to be an asshole be ruthless to protect the community i think that's what the main thing i want to kind of yeah. like get across is we're, we're really here for community and help each other out when you can uh but <laughs> let's uh i think we can probably end it there for that I guess section we can like talk about or how i got my atb oh yeah 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 so no, let's let's do that that's it because thing. that's <laughs> i mean it's not crazy but like it's not crazy it but definitely interesting yeah so pretty much i don't the first guy that i traded with he had gotten two etbs that morning and we had talked while we were waiting and stuff, and he was mainly looking for NBA Hoops premium stock, which I still had a decent amount of sealed stuff in that. And so we pretty much just made a deal that I think retail, I would have paid a little bit more, but resale, it was about the same. Um, and okay. he was also quoting me at like 130 150 per ETB, and that's where they're pretty much at during Hidden Fates week. I think they're now, they're now back up to 150 Give it another week, they're probably going to be back up to 200 because that's where they were at. So I was just like, I could say we could we should go lower, but also like I know that I'm tech, like in the long run, I'm definitely like undercutting him. So I was just like, yeah, that's fair. And then 
on Saturday, one of the guys, he had already gotten some ETBs, um, and he had gotten another one because he was early in line and stuff, and he was interested in trading, and so I had to trade some other stuff and some cash for it. And retail, it was essentially the same, same thing with resale. So I was kind of okay with that. Um, but yeah, and then I decided to buy the drip or buy the dip so I could get the drip. <laughs> um, so yeah, a couple weeks ago, Hidden Fate TTBs were going for 200 250 a box online in which the secondary insane. market. It is which is ridiculous crazy. when they go for $60 retail. And there was news that the reprint was coming. And during this week, they dipped all the way down to like 130, even like down into the, the low hundreds. Um, so I, I guess I scalped the scalper or I just beat the scalper at his own game. Cause if yeah. they had waited like a week or two, they could have got a lot more, but that's just the mindset of them is they want it now. Yeah. They, they want they, the money now. They have to do the constant flip because they're usually buying a ton of other things as well to flip, which is, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. But yeah, so I made sure to get those while I could before they jump back up. But hopefully we'll be able to get another restock this week. There's rumors that it's going to be like definitely less than last week, but that they might be still out there. Like each store could possibly have like six more. That would be but that would be sweet. We'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's pretty much how Hidden Fates week went yeah it was at least uh, i was able to get it i'll say that yeah you were i, I want to say you ridiculous, were ridiculous but yeah you were extremely lucky yes even though you couldn't you didn't buy one in the store i think you're extremely lucky to be able to obtain one because there's there's a lot of people that didn't even see them yeah like or or oh i heard about that uh hidden fates might be out for etbs and then they go to the store and Oh, sorry. Sorry, you you went at uh, four p.m. too too bad. Yeah. Uh, you missed your chance. You should have been there apparently seven a.m. Like, it, I think you're extremely lucky to be able to even see some get restocked and then obtain one through trading with someone else. But yeah, it it you're very oh, lucky. Also, it didn't ha- happen to hidden fate TVs. But we saw some inside the store scalping, I guess, technically, Ooh, from one yeah. of the employees on the uh, NBA Hoops premium stock, uh, the mega boxes or the big boxes that they have. And, yeah, she was started to, like, put them in the bag, and I guess some of the guys recorded it. Um, I don't know if they posted it anywhere as of yet, but apparently one of the other employees came and was just like, yo, you can't do that. Which hopefully, like, she shouldn't get fired for that for, if that's her first event. If it's the second time, yeah, that, I mean, that sucks. Don't, if you're an employee, just don't do that. Yeah, that's kind of that, shitty. That's, that's really shitty. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I guess, yeah, that's how Hidden Fates Week went. Yeah, it was, I'd say, out of all the, the most, like, me going out and trying to find Pokemon cards, I think Hidden Fates Week has been probably the the most interesting and (laughs) most eventful week (laughs) uh met a lot of people uh had a few good laughs uh and then mainly disappointed in a lot of like people scalping and yeah uh, disappointment and like i personally wasn't able to buy one for msrp uh i didn't even see any in the stores uh reptar was able to to see them in person but wasn't able to buy one there but yeah, it, there were a lot of downs, but the ups were pretty good, for sure. Uh, but yeah, okay. uh, let's let's go over and start talking about some of the recent promos that have launched. Okay, yeah, so both of these promos should have probably launched by the time this podcast gets out. The first one, um, I know it's hit a couple stores already, but it isn't. it's not out here yet. Um, but that is the General Mills Serial Promo, where I believe it's you get three cards in a pack um, when you buy General Mills Serial. You get a pack inside as long as the artwork on the front is right and everything. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. The pre-orders for this were kind of ridiculous. Per pack, I think it was going for well over $100. And That's even, dumb. For a box is, of cereal, like yeah. three or $4, uh which is I'd rather do that. <laughs> ridiculous. And then the uh, Pikachu was also going for around $100. 
and it is one of I believe it's four or five hollows in the set. And, and the Pikachu is guaranteed in every pack. Which we found out recently. So all the people that put their pre-orders in for that Pikachu, they, they're they dumb. Don't... I, would, I would cancel that real fast. If, yeah, if, if you you're did. able to cancel that and they haven't fulfilled it yet, definitely cancel it. But uh, that, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... And the Pikachu is the only one that has the 25th anniversary stamp. It is a different hollow, so it kind of looks cool. But all the cards are reprints. And they're, re- like, the exact card from, like, Rebel Clash, Darkness Ablaze, whatever set they recently came out of. So it's... I, I was expecting it to be a bit better. I do like the pack art, so I'm probably just going to buy a couple boxes just to collect some cards, make sure I get, like, a Pikachu or two. Yep. And also just keep a pack sealed. Um, just because I do like the artwork of the pack. But I, I think it'll be fun to have, like, if I end up getting, like, a few boxes of cereal, I'll have for sure... A couple of packs that I'm going to leave sealed. Definitely. And just hold on to. Because I, I did that from back when I started collecting when I was in the Air Force. Uh, I got... I have a bunch of Supreme Victors packs that are unopened. And, I mean, I think it's just cool to look back on and be like, Hey, if I ever wanted to open these, it'd be cool. And I don't have to spend $90 for the pack anymore when I, you know, bought it for three originally, which is cool. But uh, yeah, it'll it'll be cool to to hold on to these packs and yeah. Look now back you can on now you can day. also get them graded and not get them like folded up by PSA. Oh yeah. <laughs> as long as you wait maybe a little bit longer, because I think they're still transitioning from the new cases that they have to the from the old cases, where essentially in the old cases they would kind of curl up your pack at the edges. Um, and yeah, it just for looks what Reptor was saying is horrible when, when you send. You can send a, along with individual cards to the company PSA. You can send booster packs that are sealed, and they will grade the pack yep. and then put it in their case. But the old cases, from what he was mentioning, like they're crap. They fold the pack and shove it in the case and potentially damage the pack mm-hmm. just putting it into that case. Their new cases are definitely much better. They just kind of sandwich them in and it's, yeah and there's it's a good. lot of space but i mean the pack stays in the middle because it's so sandwiched in and they look a lot nicer than the old ones so yeah for sure maybe just wait like a little bit longer until we are like definitely know that they are only going with those new holders uh yeah. but for right now yeah i would say hold off just in case those old holders are still in play yeah definitely for sure though when when they're def they're using all of the new cases I want to send in a bunch of packs that I have to to get graded because I think it'd be fun as a collectible to yeah. have a pack instead of like worrying about getting it damaged or something or dropping it and then boom all the cards are instantly PSA seven like <laughs> yeah it'd be fun to have a protected pristine pack like I have a bunch of Harkold Soul Silver packs from like the Undaunted uh, what else Triumphant like I have a bunch of those and I think it'd be cool to have a few of those encased in a case and it'd be fun to display it i think it'd be a maybe not so much conversation starter because my my filming setup is in my room but uh i don't have a lot of people just walking into my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) but i I think it's definitely going to be something fun to do in the future when for sure they're not going to destroy my pack to try and get it into a case yeah definitely it'll be it'll be pretty nice all right next next promo the big one which i think will be a very big promo and we'll we'll see if it causes some chaos or not (laughs) i think it'll definitely be better long term and more fun to open up but it is the mcdonald's promo so for this it is i guess a total 50 card set you get 25 non-hollows 25 hollows and each of the cards has that 25th anniversary stamp and the hollow on it looks like pretty nice. It's almost like it's like rain or confetti. Yeah, going it looks down. pretty cool. And the uh, the Froki card on it, I love because he's holding a leaf over his head, <laughs> so it's like he's sheltering himself from the hollow raining raining down on him. So. I, I, I'm really there for that Charmander though. Mm-hmm. He's he's looking cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we're gonna overlay pictures and and all this, which will be everyone else can see. If you haven't already seen, it's they're they're pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, we. So they were supposed to be released I think it... in a bunch of McDonald's already, but we went out today, which is, uh, we're filming on the 8th, and 
a bunch of the wall or the McDonald's we went to, they're like, oh yeah, uh, we're waiting to phase out all the rest of the other toys that we have mm-hmm. currently before we start working on Pokemon cards. I was like, okay, cool. So we went to the next one and hoping to find one that already phased them in. And they're like, yeah, no, we're we're starting on the ninth. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll we'll stop back. Uh, so some places are doing like you have to buy the Happy Meal and then you get the toy, but other ones we've heard that you can just buy the packs which is kind of cool uh but definitely if you're interested in it check out your mcdonald's and see just ask them like hey what are you guys doing do i have to buy or it, it it'll probably be pretty easy to to get a bunch of these yeah it should it shouldn't be, a fun be time. too hard and you can also instead of just like walking in you can also just call them and ask oh and, yeah yeah you can uh, call ahead so you don't yeah. have to waste your time going out there yeah and then you can just hit up the ones where you actually can get them at uh, but I think it's going to be kind of a tough set to collect. You're going to have to, bare minimum, if you have the best luck in the world, you can do it in 25 packs. But most likely, people are going to need like 40, 30, 40 packs, maybe up to 50. Yeah. And that's if you're looking to complete the set. Yeah. I know a lot of people are just going to be happy to get just a few packs and be like, hey, this was fun to open, the artwork's cool, and then kind of throw them in sleeves and move on to the next set Mm -hmm. but as far as promos go i think it's going to be a lot of fun i really want to chase that that charmander love my love my little flame boy oh yeah and when you you also don't get just the pack you also get uh different stuff so that you have four different envelopes that you you get something else with your pack the first one is a little cardboard deck box uh the second one is 25 little stickers which is kind of nice the third one has a cardboard and plastic card holder, which I don't know if I'll fully trust with my <laughs> cards, but we'll see. And then the last one has four stickers of Pikachu and the last three uh, starter Pokemon. So it's kind of a nice little throw in. Hopefully a lot of the kids out there get to enjoy these. Um, obviously that's their main target. So don't just go in and be like, I want your whole box i know i've like, heard give, give me your case of 700 I'm yeah give me all. all of your cards because that i mean one that's going to be very expensive too. yeah that's kind of <laughs> just a dick move yeah but um yeah uh i've heard of some places where they're limiting people to four packs for purchase um somewhere it's kind of unlimited somewhere you have to buy the happy meal somewhere you don't so it's kind of just a mcdonald's by mcdonald's basis right now and I think I'll probably try and get close to 50 packs would be nice. I'll definitely open up a decent amount of them, keep some of them sealed, and probably send some in to get graded. Yeah, uh, I think it'll it'll also be interesting to see how quickly uh, or how long it takes those McDonald's to run out of their stock. Because I don't think this is going to be as sought after as... Uh, like Hidden Fates or Champion's Path or something where people are going to be rushing to the store when it opens to try and clean them out. I don't think that's going to be the case for this because the it, it'll most likely be a big box that they get in to McDonald's and it'll have like a thousand packs or something and they'll have like two cases and, and then they'll just go through that. Like, a, And then if they run out, they'll probably just or like get some in from the their distributors. I don't think it'll be an issue where people will be struggling to find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how long it takes for these packs to go run dry on the market. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. So I know the promo is only supposed to last for a month, but I wonder if in the long term these are going to be like pop series packs. I think so. With They're, their value. It's, it's the same amount of cards that are in them uh they're a limited run it's there's like a handful promotion. of promotion yeah per person so yeah. yeah i think in the long run these could be like pop series-esque type packs um but yeah i, I mean i like the artwork on the pack it's pretty nice so do you have, do you have any other cards in this set that you're going to be chasing for besides the faroki uh i mean the pikachu the chikorita um, if only there was a bay leaf yeah if there was a bay leaf, <laughs> that would be nice uh, maybe like the Cyndaquil. Okay. Not totally certain. I'm not in love with a lot of the artworks, but I don't hate them. Yeah. But I mean, definitely the Froki and the Pikachu and the Chikorita are 
my top three. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really a, the biggest fan of the, the Gen 2 starters. As much as I love Johto as a region, wasn't a big fan of the starters. So, I mean, if I get them, cool. If I don't, eh, whatever. Uh, but I'm mainly looking for that Charmander. And, you know, Pikachu would be fun. Froakie's cool. Uh, yeah, Char Charmander's my, my main man. But I think that's about it as far as information for promos that are coming up currently uh that's yeah uh if you'd like to stick around for more of these type of videos subscribe uh, if you enjoyed this or found out some new information that you didn't know before hit the like button yeah also if you guys have any questions for oh yeah us, absolutely yeah or any comments on this definitely drop them down in the comment section below well we will also be putting these out in like little snippets of each subsection so if you don't have time to listen to the whole podcast you can just listen to those different subsections. We're also going to try and put the podcast out on different streaming services, so yeah. like Spotify. And, and we are iTunes. by no means the experts. We are just yeah, no. two two people that really love the hobby, and we want to just we want to talk about it because it's something we are very interested in. And if there's other people out there that want to talk as well, we would love to listen to what you have to say about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, make sure to sub to our own YouTube channels and TikToks and other stuff like that. You yeah. can find all that down in the description. But yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next week. All right. But as always, have a good one. I'll catch y'all later.